Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Disney World and which is better. My name is Jimmy and I am your host. I, I, sorry, I can't get enough of that music. <laughs> My name is Jimmy and I'm your host for this very special episode of the Supreme Resort. And I am joined by Dan from Dan Hates the Beatles. I am Dan. I hate the Beatles, but I love that music. Don't we all? And from uh, Concierge, we have Eric. Hey, I also like that music. <laughs> I am right. here to say I enjoy music. And if you also like that music, you can uh, go visit J.R. Tremp at T-R-I-M-P-E dot, is it org? Org, yes. Yes. Dot gov. He, he, dot gov slash <laughs> C-A dot go dot com. Dot U.S. Um, US. <laughs> he makes music for us and possibly for you. That's right. Mention the Supreme Resort and he'll send you a free tray of blintzes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's also done the music for our sister show, Scraping the Vault, that you can find uh, anywhere you find podcasts starting on. It's always been called that. Always been called that. Starting on. And <laughs> if, <laughs> if you listen to the last episode from yesterday, that's July 15th, you'll notice that we'll talk about another show. <laughs> when mm-hmm. we said cash grab, Eric came in scraping the vault. <laughs> so I don't know. Yet. I don't even know what cash grab is. It's, a, it's another podcast, right? Yeah. So scraping the vault has its own feed coming out on July 25th. You'll hear an introductory episode as low, as low, as bleh, as well yeah. as mm-hmm. Jimmy. You're turning into me. <laughs> as well as the Lion King two. It's a girl now, and uh, then you'll hear. Pooh's Great Adventure, The Search for Christopher Robin. Both of those Mm -hmm. episodes will be releasing on July 25th. For today, boys, we are going to have an addendum to our conversation about Splash Mountain. When we recorded the original episode, I believe it was May 20th that we recorded that episode. (laughs) It was a lifetime ago. It was a lifetime ago. And since that time, there's been some news. Eric, do you want to tell us what's happened (laughs) Splash Mountain since we last recorded? Well, uh, what started out as a a, a timely rumor or or random discussion about they should retheme Splash Mountain. How about we retheme it to... um, I I wish I could remember. I should have looked up all the, the crazy interesting weird ideas that came out but uh shortly after a lot of people really picked up on princess and the frog as the new theme disney came out and released a whole bunch of concept art and other things that they had been working on for approximately a year and said Mm -hmm. hey by the way we're gonna re-theme splash mountain to princess and the frog here you go (laughs) Yeah, I think some of the other ideas that uh, you were trying to remember was uh, Robin Hood, right? Mm-hmm. And oh Pocahontas, yeah, that was a good, a good one. Yeah, which Pocahontas, you know, it's a simple solution, right? To <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <Good laughs> nothing, point. no, no tension there. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, just- and listen to scraping the vault, uh, Pocahontas two, Journey to a New World for more on that. Um, <laughs> yes. So, okay. Uh, there's a couple of things I want to address at the front here. Okay. So the Supreme Resort is largely, it's the conversation about which is better between Disneyland and Disney World is largely subjective, right? So there's a lot of opinion in this show, which is why we have a third host. So there's always somebody to break a tie as far as an opinion goes. However, that show in general has a lot of fact. There's a lot of detail, maybe more painstaking than you'd care to listen to, but we want to make sure that we get all the details out. There's a lot that goes into these attractions. And so we want to make sure we get the facts and then we use our opinion to make a decision on which we think is better. 
Now, this episode is going to be 100% opinion because we're not comparing anything. <laughs> we are speculating and also offering our opinions on this change. We're also going to address some of the Disney fan community and some of the things we've observed there. So how I'd like to start is let us set the stage and understand and accept that this attraction, Splash Mountain, will at some point close and be refurbished to the Princess and the Frog. Can we use that as a baseline? Yes. Yeah, also, how dare Let's you touch it. my precious attraction? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't think that we need to litigate or relitigate why Splash Mountain can be interpreted as a problem. Do we need to relitigate that? Uh, I think no, but I do. I, in listening to the previous episode, um, I know I was kind of hedging on whether or not uh, Song of the South is a racist movie. It's a racist movie. I'm just going to like sure. unequivocally <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So there's a, again, this is a subjective matter. We, we've had a guest on recently who really enjoyed the film. And mm -hmm. while acknowledged, there are some problematic things like the movie and the animated sequences are great. The music is great. And, and the, all those things can be true at the same time. Right. Right. Well, yeah, a so, lot of the animated sequences are probably all that most of us have seen. I mean, in, in our lifetime, maybe not Dan's lifetime, but in our <laughs> lifetime, <laughs> Um, Song of the South was fully released like as a full right. theatrical re-release um, in the early 80s but then after that it was it was never put on VHS it was always the part of the you know the song collections that were put out there so the animated sequences were out there I know I know I've seen them I don't have you know fond right. memories of them or anything but I, I'm sure I've seen them we rented or owned all of those things so uh, yeah, and there's yeah, a couple absolutely. of things that I want to address because there's so many people in, in our community that will address a slippery slope, right? And, and I want to say that we as a podcast, as people, are not interested in changing history. Uh, we're, not, we're not interested in making commentary and, and you know pushing for change of history, but right. rather how we represent and how we remember history. And, and I'll give you an example where, and I think we even talked about it maybe on another show, the the movie Gone with the Wind. There's some problematic things. These things happened. That movie was a thing. It was released. It was released in Atlanta where the mm -hmm. black stars couldn't go to the premiere, which in and of itself is an injustice. But it doesn't mean that that wasn't a thing, right? We watched Peter Pan on Disney Plus, and there's a, there's a little bit of caveat in the front of it saying, hey, listen, there's some, some depictions Look at how they depict Indians and smoking in, in Pinocchio. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, listen, this isn't cool today, but it was a thing at the time. And if we can acknowledge and accept that these things happened and there's there's a precedence and whatever, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it acceptable today, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think ahead. I think with with at least for me, the the source material for Song of the South and therefore uh, Splash Mountain is itself super racist. It's this white dude that hung out with, and by the way, before I forget, I want to give credit out to uh, Sean Rosell, yes. uh, who made a great video covering all of this. He's a YouTuber that go out and check him out. He's great. Um, basically to pair to, to, you know, <laughs> to make long story short, it's already too late. Uh, this white author dude, he went and hung out with a bunch of slaves and like, 
he copied down what he perceived their stories to be, but he did it in this dialect. Like he wrote down the dialect as he perceived it to his white ears. And it's super, super insulting. And, but he didn't set out to be insulting. No, no. And neither same. And with the story, with the, with the movie too, I, I don't think, for a second that Walt Disney was like, yeah, let's really, you know, show it to them. You know, I, I, it, it seems that his intent was really mostly good. Um, but it just, it has not aged well at all. Sure. And really, if you look at the, the story, the point, the moral of the story to song of the South and by extension, uh, splash mountain is, you know, don't go, don't, don't go leave the plantation because you're safe here where you've always been, mm-hmm. which is the the heavy, heavy subtext of all of it. Sure. So it's like, this was going to have to change at some point anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't think that we have the responsibility or the wherewithal or even the need to start to address the slippery slope. Uh, right. What else do you change? Right. That this is a Splash Mountain addendum. I think we can keep it to Splash Mountain, mm. and and we can come back to this conversation. But I think what I'd like to do at the outset here is is say, okay, we acknowledge the fact that this thing is changing, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether you agree with it or not, it's happening. Okay. So my first question is: At what point does this ride close for good, Splash Mountain? Mm. That's an interesting question because we've already. It's already been announced. It's out there. Um, Disney clearly isn't sitting on a giant pile of cash right now when it comes to their ability to to renovate, to, to make any of these changes. I, I mean, it, it would make sense for them to leave it open just from a financial point of view to let people continue to ride it. They, Disney's always done a, a fine job in allowing people to have their last rides. Mm-hmm. Now that they understand mm-hmm. more about what people treasure that nostalgia they they're not suddenly closing things like like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride in Florida anymore they're giving people their chance to to have that last ride and from a, you know another point of view give them that chance to buy a whole bunch of extra merch pay for a special party that right. sort of thing but mm-hmm. I, I don't <laughs> and to that point Eric here's my concern is that there is a movement in our country which is has been going on for generations and it's just getting louder right now and as these things do they start to ebb and flow my concern is to your point with the lack of cash and the fact that the splash mountain is the longest line in the park right now and they are going through merchandise faster than they can produce it this is a cash cow for them at some point did they just forget and mm. because when you when you go through recessions like in 2001, 2008, when these projects just get put on hold, the last thing that they're going to do is renovate. You know what I mean? And so and also to Dan's point in the last episode, this stuff is made of concrete. These are not set pieces. This is full on concrete. <laughs> like yeah. changing this attraction is going to be a massive undertaking. And so I'll repose the question. When does this ride close down for good? I, I think as far as them forgetting, I I need to speak up for those of us who are still wait, waiting for the rocket rods to reopen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Far less problematic, except the red light flashing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that is definitely a possibility that they just kind of go like, uh, yeah, well, yeah, these are the plans. We'll get to it. Yeah. I'll refer to you as Spaceship Earth. Oy. It was going to be big renovation. Oops. Nope. Never mind. It's coming back as is. Number one, because they need capacity. And number two, they don't have the money. So are you going to shut down a ride in this time period when you're cash poor? God. And you have a twenty percent capacity, and you need to you need to get butts and seats. Uh, does this ride close down before twenty twenty two? I didn't even. I this is okay. This is probably the worst thing that can happen because the the conversation around this around a lot of this seems to be, and I'm talking big picture here, and like the fan communities and stuff mm-hmm. seems to be very driven by people who are awful and 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 like so so many of the conversations that i've seen on the the groups and fan communities which i i haven't been really participating in until recently it comes down to like this just just denying that the source material is even a problem in the first place and then like someone will address this and say like no you're not you're not you're not listening to the argument you're just saying i don't want the thing to change that i want that i don't want to change and then the 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 people like calling those people out are the ones who end up getting edited and this 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 is this is how we get to, to this point and i realize that this is not a focused thing that i i am holding back my rage right now mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, so dan to your point there yeah there is, we're a divisive people uh we we have mm-hmm. our opinions and this is i don't want to say it's no different because that's not fair but it's very very little difference between this and the outrage of pirates there's very little of this and the outrage of changing whatever it's a change it's different it freaks me out it doesn't matter why because it's different right that's my thing you're right. touching especially with disneyland specific people i mean disney world people were all upset about you know mr toad but they got over it it's fine uh horizons you know people still talk about it but whatever it's fine but people are still upset about pirates. That's like, true, but I think the, more, mostly Anaheim people, right? Uh, from what I can, I, I really can't tell from one over the other. But it's, it's just kind of it, hard it, to differentiate. It's it's like people people there are people out there legitimately pining for like implied rape. Like they're they're just like I miss it. It brings me back. Like really, are you what what about it exactly? It's I don't just, think it's about the rape though. That's not what brings them back. It's that thing that they grew up with. It's not because of the activity, just right. like it's not because of the implied racism that they they don't want it to change. Right. Well, and, just, and people a pirate should be running in a circle after a after a woman instead of right. vice versa. That's that's right. what I remember seeing when I was a kid. And you moved it. He's hungry. Well, and yeah, right. And I, I think a, a perfectly good set of reactions to this are like, I don't like that they're changing the thing that I like because I want to still like the thing. Great. It's good that they're changing it, but I don't like that it is being changed in this way. Great. I'm glad that they are making this specific change. Wonderful. I don't care whether they change it or not. And I don't care what they change it to if they do. That's great too. But when we get into problems is where I think people just don't address that. I don't like the thing being changed and they come up with this, these, these really not well-founded arguments about history and nostalgia and all these things. South of the South is not a good movie. 
it's not awful, but it's not it's not a, it's not great. It's a classic only because it's right. old. Listen, there's a reason it's not on Disney Plus, and it's not yeah, of, it's not because of liberal bias or whatever, right? Right, right. <laughs> and so I just I find it baffling that so many people are arguing for this thing that I mean. The Walt Disney Company, which is not really known for being shy about making a buck, has decided to not release this thing because they say that it is a problem. So what that to me, that just breaks down the argument entirely to say like, okay, well, yeah, you've you've said it's a problem and this change makes sense. Maybe not this specific change, but changing it at all does make sense. Right. And there are. There are enough people in this country who were born with privilege, and mm-hmm. I think the three of us are included in that group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a similar group of people who are uneducated about inequality and injustice, and mm-hmm. I, I myself was in that group until painfully too recently. And so I, I certainly can understand why people would have an outrage about something they don't understand. And that's really the fundamental problem, I think, with some of these these groups is they just don't understand it. Like they don't get why it's a problem and they're not going to do the research to figure out why it's a problem. They're not going to ask people why it's a problem. They're just going to decide for themselves that, hey, it doesn't affect me. I don't understand why you're going to change this thing for the sake of change because somebody did something or said something or knelt or flag or whatever that people come to these conclusions without truly being educated on why it's significantly a problem. And that's, that's something that's not going to change. And I think your rage is based on the fact that there is this contingency of people who will not learn and they refuse to change. They refuse to learn and you're never going to solve that. And they're still going to ride the ride and they're still going to love it. That's the, that's the part that gets me is, is, is like, and and honestly, when we, when this discussion started, I was, I didn't care either way. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Just if you do change it, do it well. I don't really have, it's fine. But then so many people got so just irrationally upset about this that now I'm like, yeah, change it, please. I want to see these people like frowning in the logs and like, (laughs) "Mm, don't like it, but I'm going to buy the merch. It's like yeah. it's it. The discussion it sounds like people are expecting that they're going to like blow up the mountain and replace it with like those fiberglass flumes, and it's going to be just like the log ride, like, like a real log ride, not a side by side log ride, right? Right, the way it should be done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I don't want to go any further down this rabbit hole right now. We can come back, but I, yeah. I want to address a couple of things for real, like legit nerd talk. Okay. And and this is under the guise that we've already decided this ride is going to change and it's going to become Princess and the Frog. I think when it closes is speculation. So let's get past that. Is it when it opens, let's say it reopens in 2022 as the Princess and the Frog theme, is it called Splash Mountain? Uh, Well, I mean, they have that Daryl Hannah movie. (laughs) <laughs> there's still some synergy there let's see let's see what's out. coming out in 2022 <laughs> well, nothing is it oh, called yeah. perry peak oh yes synergy? i'm gonna start the petition right now <laughs> by the way Dan, back, i'm totally going back on what i just said like two minutes ago when you're talking yeah. about like, now that you see the outrage like now you're just like all right every character is going to be kneeling in front of the flag <laughs> oh god and just make it the think, most reverent patriotic yeah <laughs> and just when you think tiana's black enough 
take it three shades darker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what I was, yeah, our conversation. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I think I, I really, I know they're not going to do this, but in response to the outrage, I want them to make this so aggressively like pro black lives matter like to the point that it's, it's not even a story anymore like i legitimately want that you got Just like dr so, king in there yeah i i want to i want i so want to see you know the the karens of the world on the ride just cr- sobbing like, i want my racist rabbit back and then taking <laughs> off their shirts and the yeah spot. yeah um, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna ride it, <laughs> and so, you're eventually gonna love it. Yes, and back to back to the legit question. Splash Mountain, to your point on synergy, has zero to do with Song of the South or Bear Rabbit. So to appease a little bit, do you keep it as Splash Mountain and just re- reskin it? I think it that that completely works because I mean I, I don't know if we're well I assume we're going to go into this at some point, but. The theming of the lands doesn't necessarily support things. Yes, you know. So if you if you choose a a specific you know New Orleans style reference, that's just going to pull it a little bit further out of that theme. You keep it a splash mountain, and hey, it's a mountain, and there's a splash. Exactly. But if you change it away from mountain, then that kind of ruins your branding. Like because they have Space Mountain, they have Matterhorn. Yeah, they have Thunder Mountain. You have to keep it as Splash Mountain. To your point, Incredicoaster Mountain. Incredicoaster Mountain, um, yeah, Goofy Sky School Man. Yes. <laughs> no, but seriously though, so you you call it Splash Mountain, you keep it that. I I do believe that they will put a subtitle on it because it's not the Splash Mountain you know. So it's Splash oh, wow. Mountain Tiana's Great Adventure or something. How many colons uh, and dashes will be in this? Right. Um, but no, legit. Like to Eric's point, I mean, it's it's still a mountain. And, well, here's the thing that bothered me when they first announced it. Like, oh, the mad, all the mountains in Louisiana. And I looked it up and it's like, there are mountains that are taller than this ride in Louisiana. So why not? Yeah, they're and called mountains. There's talking animals in this. Like, exactly. <laughs> I think, and I, I, this is one of those things, and Jimmy, you've known me long enough to know that this is a this really scary part of my brain where I'm able to come up with what I think it's actually going to be because it sounds just awful enough that they're going to do it. Mardi Gras mountain. Okay. Uh, and okay. Hmm. Yeah, why not? Um, I think it's terrible. I, I, but I think that that's, that is the path of least resistance for them mm-hmm. or Mardi Gras mountain colon Tiana's beignet great adventure ride. By the way, there's now uh chicory in the water or something like it's, it's <laughs> Um, I think they keep it as Splash Mountain with a subtitle. That's that's the best, most prudent way to go. It's they don't have to change. I mean, there's very little change. You're appeasing the people who don't want to see their beloved attraction go. It's going to look the same. There's going to be a little bit of maybe a couple of touches outside of the mountain, but it's still Splash Mountain. And there's a colon, and we move on. And uh, then I want to talk about the lands. Do we want to place bets on this, the three of us? Yes. Like, okay. So, what do we? What's what's on the what's on the line here? Like, do we do something on, on a show? Do we like like have an all mu- musical? <laughs> like, <laughs> where whoever loses can only sing in like the episode after or something. I, I mean, we have several years until 
this happens. <laughs> I th- I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get the name like soonish. Um, I'm gonna take an easy bet and say the word mountain will remain in the title of the mo- of the ride. Yeah. Um, I believe that they'll keep it as Splash Mountain colon Tiana's something something, and the loser has to ride the ride opening day with nine, <laughs> nine Karens. <laughs> wearing a big dog t-shirt that's right uh okay okay i i like those stakes i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with mardi gras mountain as much as i hate it okay eric see this is tough because you basically said exactly what i've been thinking splash mountain colon tiana's blah okay okay so it does begin okay. stan <laughs> tiana has like began adventure <laughs> okay it's tiana she had legs she was swamp. a frog yeah so that's the other thing they're saying this is like after this is post tiana getting kissed by the frog so she's now a princess again so does this is this her telling the story of what happened and like once upon a time this happened and then we go to the bayou so it's <laughs> tiana's bayou uh, I, that, i'm thinking that it's tiana's uh tiana's honeymoon or tiana's you know <laughs> grand you know grand restaurant uh reopening vacation (laughs) her her restaurant's doing really well so she goes on vacation to a mountain okay louis louis the alligator now we're way off that that's a very long title by the way (laughs) (laughs) very specific i'm gonna lose um yeah i think that so they're saying that it's going to be after the movie and i think that they're probably going to end up doing the thing that I hope that they don't do, which is to say like, hi, I'm after the movie. And now I'm going to tell you the story of the movie. <laughs> so the I think only- they've gone beyond that. Cause I mean, have either of you been on, I'm, I'm assuming Jimmy's been on frozen. Yeah. I was going to say frozen and call it that, but go ahead. They reused all of the songs because of course mm-hmm. it's the songs, but they at least told a new story that was semi, I mean, it, it's it's appropriate for the ride. It's hey, welcome. We're having a party. Here's here's your favorite hits. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I think is going to happen. But how how do they tell that There's story? Randy Newman without... in the corner with the piano. Oh, right. <laughs> how do they tell that story without going retelling the story? And Jimmy, just guess... to, to backtrack a little bit, I'm very disappointed that you didn't share your name for the Frozen ride. Pardon, Frostrom. Frostrom, yes. Yes. Frostrom. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So can we move on to addressing, again, we're, we're accepting the fact that this ride is going to be Princess and the Frog and it'll open in sometime in the next couple of years. It'll be rethemed. And now I want to get into the land problem. We addressed it with Splash Mountain as it exists today a little bit. Right. Um, and this is where I want to give myself credit right in this right moment right now for – pointing out the bayou and the bayou mm-hmm. thing. Yep. I'm a genius, guys. Yes, I, <laughs> and I think it's now more than ever, the Princess and the Frog retheming of Splash Mountain gets officially annexed like the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. It changes lands and it is no longer in Critter Country. It is now in New Orleans Square. Because where the Matterhorn is. Film, where the Matterhorn is. <laughs> and that's where this film takes place is in New Orleans and it's next to New Orleans Square. They kind of, it's just, uh, yeah, to, to your point, from the bayou to the bayou, it is no longer critter country. And right. 
at that point, Winnie the Pooh then gets annexed into Star Wars land. You extend Star Wars land and build a Jar Jar ride. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Does Winnie the Pooh survive this? Nope. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it. Maybe in the long term. I mean, short term, that's, that's yet another ride that they don't need to change. That's a pretty decent right. people eater. It is a people eater. That's true. But I, I think well, you could extend, you just get rid of Critter Country altogether. You extend New Orleans Square, you extend Batu, and you have all that forested land there with that massive show building. There's so much you can do there to expand um, the Batu. And now you differentiate Disneyland's Batu from Disney World's Batu where you don't have the same expansion pad. Or you build And then we can have there. an episode about it. Oh, oh Eric. You build a galactic star cruiser there where, where Winnie the Pooh is. <laughs> a very vertical five-room hotel. A very small hotel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think – so. but what if you just like have it be vaguely forest area? Like I get ex- – because extending Star Wars land, like it makes sense from the point of view of like that's probably what Disney's going to do. But it kind of destroys one of the best things about Star Wars land there, which is that you go from this place that is very cartoony and very, you know, aggressively, but I guess so are some of the Star Wars um, movies. Yeah. I, I just, I think it's, you walk, what do you have, you lose hungry bear, which uh, you turn into something else. Hungry Jar Jar. Cajun restaurant. I want that to be a full Ooh. on Cajun restaurant. And you full on extend New Orleans square to hungry bear. Yeah. Cut yeah. Out okay. Spider Country. Okay. Make yep. that the galactic star cruiser. Oh, this is brilliant. Or give Tigger a, a New Orleans accent and just, that's all. Just <laughs> call Jim Cummings now. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the ride exactly the same. Just change everybody's accent. Yep. <laughs> Al is a Southern Belle. <laughs> well, thing about Tigger, y'all. Piglet's pining about how he misses the, the racism. <laughs> Well, Piglet's already a little bit of a Southern, like. I'll pee out of Tigger, Tigger, I'm a scared Tigger. <laughs> what are they going to do next? Change Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I'm out of beignets. <laughs> oh, bother. Oh, bother. Uh, oh yeah, so I gotta go higher. Episode. <laughs> um, okay, so so I think we've addressed Disneyland's version. So the the problem we oh have god, I forgot about this. <laughs> in Frontierland in Magic Kingdom. Okay, so now you go from Georgia story to New Orleans story <laughs> in the middle of between Pecosville and Thunder Mountain. So how do you address that? Or because it's so <laughs> set back, well, hear me out. Because it's so far set back, the mountain, the mountain is right. I mean, you can see it, yeah. but it's set back. You have to walk under the train tracks and everything else. We addressed earlier that you know being able to see the train tracks is the best part of it. Um, <laughs> could you then annex Splash Mountain and connect it to New Orleans? Excuse me, to Pirates of the Caribbean, and sort of have a Caribbean New Orleans Square thing, like. Take Adventureland, cut it off at Aladdin and and uh, Jungle Cruise, and have pirates and sort of annex Splash Mountain and have your own little New Orleans Square. You still pretty much walk in front of. I mean, the only way to get to that little back area without walking through Frontierland is to take the train. 
Right. Mm. So if you're walking out front, I, I mean, I guess you could kind of keep, I don't know that. I mean, it, I suppose it would be weird on the ride if you, if you kept a lot of the things the same from a frontier sort of point of view, as you're walking in front of it, watching people go over the, the edge. Or do you, huh? do you give Tiana a, a coonskin hat and a rifle? <laughs> 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 you just you just draw so Disney fans love tape lines. You put a tape line down on the ground and on one side you you write Bayou, on the other side you write <laughs> the West. And there you go. So remind me of the geography of that area. Is there like outside of the park itself from Splash Mountain? Like if they wanted to build outward, is there is there space for them? I know I know there's tons of space, but is yeah. there like something directly in the way there already? Well, oh. so if you think from right to left, okay, looking mm-hmm. at Splash Mountain to the right is Big Thunder inside the right. berm. Splash Mountain is technically outside the berm. Okay, okay, at least the show building and part of the building goes kind of covers the berm, and then to the left of that is the parade route. So that you're gonna have parades. Oh, okay, stuff. okay. So uh, there is definitely a disconnect between Frontierland and Adventureland. Well, but you could. I'm see. I'm thinking New Orleans Square is awesome, as we've already determined on the show before, mm-hmm. and a lot of people really love it. And I think that the, the reason they didn't build it was because of the proximity to Florida to New Orleans Square. But I think that that's parts of the Caribbean. Caribbean has has proven that thinking to not really work. I'm right. thinking, what, what if they I don't, this is not the most likely scenario, but I, I would love it if it were possible to like make a, a little mini New Orleans square in that area. But I don't know that That's there's, and then, and then they fix the Pirates of the Caribbean Caribbean problem exactly. by making it the actual ride. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so, just tough. If, I mean, if you look at, uh, I'm looking at the overhead map now and. Oh yeah. I um, done that. <laughs> but Hey, I, I'm. Yeah, there's not a ton of space because there is a canal further back and there are some be- behind show buildings. You, you're right, Jimmy. There's the parade building where they store the floats. There's other administrative. Well, not or I guess it on this map, it reads receiving. Um, there's some access roads back there. But um, the I guess the tricky part is between Pirates and Splash, there's that little narrow walkway where you've got a small like ice cream stand. And then on the other side, you've got the Tortuga Tavern. You have um, the other side of Pecos Bills. So you, you would, it's a very big um, building. That's all of the restaurants kind of linked together in the center. So you'd have to retheme one side of the building. And then to keep the frontier land o- over to big thunder, you'd kind of have to direct people along that wooden walkway by rivers of America, instead of going in front of, splash mountain or maybe you just right. have them go back and forth a little bit it's it it it's kind of shoehorny yeah it is yeah. Um, not to say that splash mountain there isn't already however we are run, I, I assume safely that we're running with the assumption that both rides are going to be identical but because it's not as easy to replicate because the whole thing is made of concrete it is possible that they can double down on the frontier land aspect of this and if they're not retelling the story there and I made a joke about it before, but there's nothing to say that they couldn't. It, maybe it is their honeymoon, and they do go out west. Splash Mountain. Tiana goes west. There you go, and they bring their friends and their you know the little firefly guy and the alligator. I mean, they have alligators out west, right? 
Uh, sure. Why not? Sure. We got tons uh, of them. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they could do that if they really wanted to. They, you know, they tick all the boxes. I think, unfortunately, the most likely scenario is that they just change it and go, eh, we we painted the we painted the uh, the walkway different. So there you go. What is it now? A river of poop? <laughs> no, I just, I, I'm looking at the map now and oh, I'm just imagining. The yeah, no, I'm, I'm just imagining that they like past the uh the train station which is wonderful theming um they just maybe change they they paint the 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 ground blue or something it'd be like see different mm-hmm. <laughs> subtle yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i yeah it's tough so to your point maybe eric because there's between caribbean adventureland and splash mountain there is basically uh, a parade route wall, right? So I think if I'm hearing everybody say what they're saying, I think you could make some slight modifications to the parade route because there's a lot of space between pirates and the uh, and the parade mm-hmm. route. There's the the pirate adventure thing, which is cool, but that can be moved. You could just kind of cut out a little bit of Adventureland, cut out a little bit of Frontierland. Keep space or Thunder Mountain in Frontierland. Keep Pecos Bill. Keep everything as it is. Mm-hmm. Just annex Splash Mountain. Retheme that area. Move the parade route. Put in a a, a a Bayou Diner of some kind or like a Creole restaurant and have your little mini land. Only issue I'm seeing. I I think that's a great idea. Only issue I'm seeing is the uh, train track. Hmm. Yeah, it goes station. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, it does but, limit the amount of carving out you could do, but but the ride could, is going to force the train tracks to close. Is going to force true the to close? So why not relocate the railroad in front of and call it the New Orleans Station? I don't know. I mean, there's right there's ungodly. Well, and that, that would extend the parade route too, in terms of like more people true. being able to watch it. I mean, you could just you could just uh, elevate the trains track or make a station or whatever clear out the the shrubbery is what it looks like from here i know it's probably trees and just make it extended parade viewing that is just happens to be themed to new orleans that's that's simple i mean i could do it in my sleep yeah, <laughs> yeah you do don't right even have now. to change Pecos bill you just change some of the exterior of the building sure yeah you just carve out just enough wrought iron yeah carve out just enough space to be able to say you know Hey, it fits now and it would work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you have the, you have the train station, which takes a lot of space. The ride that we have identified already is way back. So if you get rid of the train station or move it behind pirates, call it the Adventureland station. And they have all that real estate to make your own little mini New Orleans square. And as we've proven when Disney World opened, they didn't want to do New Orleans square because it's too close to actual New Orleans, just like they didn't Mm -hmm. do pirates because they're too close to the Caribbean. People don't care. So you can have a New Orleans square in Magic Kingdom or, you know, call it something else, whatever it is. Call it call it Mardi Gras Square or Mardi Gras Party or whatever they call it. Mickey's Mardi Gras Village. Exactly. Colin, you're the star now. Adventure. <laughs> yes. But would – now if we were to do something like this, one, one concern I have, uh, how many more LSU fans would, would just gravitate to that area and never leave? That's a good point. <laughs> They need to be spread out a little bit sometimes. 
I don't I don't know about you. A lot of my trips seem to coincide with large organized efforts for people from Louisiana to come in at the same time and everybody's wearing LSU shirts. I'm like, is there a convention? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's always coincides with the Brits. I don't know why. Always a lot of British people when I go. Hmm. Mine usually of, coincides with Jimmy going. That's right. Which then coincides with Brits. So you have, <laughs> pro, uh, what do they call that? The uh, property of whatever. Um, Sun never sets. Yes. So <laughs> maybe you'll have a lot of Florida State fans who will be upset because they'll no longer hear FSU in Splash Mountain. <laughs> so the Florida Because that's fans. why they go. <laughs> Bro, did you hear what they did to Splash Mountain? <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they don't want the racism stuff. Like, what racism are you talking about? I took out FSU, man. <laughs> Bro, that, that makes me so upset. Let's go haze some people. Oh, and they added a bunch of gators. They're now they're Florida fans, man. Rearrange my beer cups, bro. It's my turn. Um, beer pong was the reference. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So we've solved that problem. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, there you go. Disney, you're, you're welcome. Engineers. Yeah, just, you know, give us some tickets, maybe, uh, you know, plug our show. Yeah. Um, welcome, welcome home. Listen to the stream short. So speaking of Disney employees, Dan, do we want to do we want to get into our interview with Horace? Um, or do you have? Horace? Yeah. Well, I'm just curious. What what do we think? Also, like. I don't think this is the only thing that's going to be changing. I think this is, and I've kind of heard um, from my imagineering adjacent friend that this is, these things have been being, have been being, been being talked about. Sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. Um, And I like, I think these jokes, these joking things about like, what's next jungle cruise. I think that is coming. And I think um, well, that's for sure coming, but because of the rock movie. Well, yeah, I think it's a convenient, it's you know, opportune time. Yeah, right, right. And I, I've heard that Country Bear Jamboree is probably going to be changing. Um, I guess the reference there is Mom, Mama, don't whoop little Buford. Mm-hmm. Well, just make it um, a hoedown and you're done. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Right. Um, and I guess also, uh, what else? There was something else. I, I think that we we need to get ready for this idea that things are going to be changing. And if we don't accept this about the parks, we're kind of ignoring the state of stated philosophy of the parks. Yeah. Like you don't have to love the changes, but like we can't have a reverent stance on Walt and the company's history without taking the very stated principle to heart. Right. Always in a state of becoming. Right. Change is going to happen. I mean, like I, the conversation around this, I, I'm glad we didn't spend too much time there because it, it's maddening. Um, but I think that's all I have. Yeah, I, I see your point. And, and we could go on for hours about um, like right, this, and, the, and, the, and the Native Americans. They're poorly depicted, right? Right. So right. Many things, and there's that slippery slope conversation, which doesn't make any of it wrong. It's just, yeah, change is coming and, and it, it, is, it is meant to come. It's the whole point of what Walt Disney set out to do. The problem he had with his films is once they were in the can, they were in the can. You couldn't change it until George Lucas came around. But anyway. <laughs> proved him uh, wrong. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's probably not a good forum for us to 
to go further down that rabbit hole. But I think for anybody listening to this and is still listening, you probably agree with us. If you don't, yeah. then let's have a conversation about it because I think it's important that we educate ourselves and we educate each other on social injustice, on the way we view how we treat people, how we have treated people. And just because it did happen doesn't mean it's right today. Yeah. Doesn't mean it was I right. Just- I, I, I remember being in that place where you could say, well, it's just a movie. What does it matter? And I don't know. I guess just if anyone is there, if anyone listening to this is is still there and it's still your point, I just you're wrong. And I'm sorry. Jeez. All right. Because <laughs> it, it like does, it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just because this does have an effect on people and – but is it okay don't really- for them to say that you're wrong for wanting this to change, but it's okay for you to say they're wrong for not wanting it to change? No, no, I'm not saying that they're wrong for not I'm saying that if 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 your starting point on this is just, well, it doesn't impact me, I'm not offended by it, so it doesn't matter, then that's at some point you're gonna need to reevaluate that point of view. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I, I think that, it's important that everybody takes time to educate themselves on other people's plight. Yeah. Yeah. If, if nothing else, just to make yourself better educated. You don't have to right. change your opinion. You don't have to change who you are. But just, you know, learn. Educate yourself. Yeah. If, if someone has a feeling that you don't like, you don't get to tell them that their feeling is wrong. That's <laughs> correct. Yeah. There's no such thing as an incorrect feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um Horace Vandergilder. So I had an interview off the record with a friend of ours, a current Disney cast member. And when I was at downtown Disney last week, whether that was ill-advised or not, he took a few minutes and uh, I asked Eric, Dan, and Jason to submit some questions that I could ask him. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to read all of the questions, but I'm going to answer the questions that he answered. Okay? (laughs) I wish I hadn't fallen asleep before some of the really good questions came along. (laughs) So question number one. So you're Paul Pressler, right? (laughs) I did not ask that question, and the answer is, is not. Uh, and then Dan asks, is he aware you have an annual pass? I <laughs> asked him that question, but of course he knew. Um, which coast is better? This is my f- possibly my favorite answer. He says that Disneyland is the best theme park in the world. If you were to there put you go. Disneyland Podcast up, over. If you were to put Disneyland up against any of the Disney World theme parks, Disneyland would always win. But Disney World is a better vacation experience. I thought that was very well put. Uh, how many times has he seen Perry? <laughs> uh, I'll give you one guess of who submitted that question. He Eric. had heard of the Perry Dan had in question. Evidently, there's a newer version of Perry that his kids are involved with. Has nothing to do with a talking squirrel. Or the squirrel doesn't talk. Jimmy, you clearly haven't watched this movie yet. You're absolutely right. I have not. <laughs> it does have a dream sequence, though. It does. Uh, what are the straight to video Disney sequel power rankings. I did not ask that question. That was my own question. Uh, does he approve of Paul Pressler being our Thanos? So in <laughs> scraping the vault, the running gag has been, we're calling this the Pressler saga because the straight to video sequels are indicative of that time period of Disney. And that's also the time period that Paul Pressler was the president of Disney land. And then eventually Disney parks, right? Yeah. 
and sort of what is happening with quality, what is happening with theming, what is happening with maintenance during that time where an operations guy or a merchandise guy was trying to run theme parks. Uh, he is okay with it. Uh, the next question, F. Mary Kill, Main Street Vehicle <laughs> Edition. Um, he, I, I did not ask that question, but Dan answered his own question. I'd marry the omnibus, kill the fire truck, <laughs> F the H out of that horse streetcar. Which is not about the horse. I just want to be clear. <laughs> uh, next question. What is the vibe of the cast members with regard to safety protocols? People happy about it or are they working begrudgingly? Now, the theme parks have not opened in Anaheim, so there's really not much they could say. But what he did say is that they are on their hands and knees, deep cleaning. Because as you can imagine, with a few months of sort of nobody coming in, there's a lot of cobwebs, there's a lot of dust and and bugs and feral cats and whatnot roaming around. So uh, he did say that there's no real, you know, because they don't have shifts coming in cleaning every day. They're just kind of in deep cleaning mode right now. But one thing he volunteered, which is a really good idea, you're going to open downtown Disney. Why don't you open Main Street USA and Main Street California Adventure? Because they're just shopping and dining, right? So just extend that shopping experience, kind of tee it off. So you have more space, you can allow more people. And it's no difference, right? It's, it's more of an experience for people. You can just do different shopping and dining and different themed experiences. I thought that was a really good idea. Hmm. Um, are they getting tested? The answer is no. Uh, Disney recommends that they do, but they are not providing testing for the cast members. Um, Re- remember what it was like to hug people. <laughs> um, why do most Disney shirts look like a 50-year-old divorced man made them? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was a Jason question, right? It was. Yeah. He had yeah. some, uh, he had some choice answers to that, but, um, the first question I forgot to ask is what is the most Karen thing that Disney merch <laughs> offers? And his answer was, uh, uh, uh what I answered it. I thought, how to, eh, what are they called? Oh, mm-hmm. they're called Disney spirit tees. They, they're going in droves. Like that's the first thing that people went and bought at downtown Disney. They were sold out. Disney spirit. What tees. are those? And they're like, well, that's the, the, the yeah. yeah. Like the big 80, they're, they're, like, they're long sleeve and Disney. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make an editing problem for you. A big look it up stuff along the back. Like the, some, usually yeah. something that goes from all the, the one shoulder. arm all the way to the yeah. other. Exactly. Ooh. Oh, the most Karen thing that they offer. And are all people who buy sassy tink merch awful? No reply. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes. Uh, The next question was, was he sad when they made that nice mall across the Esplanade into a park? I didn't understand it, so I didn't ask it. Uh, Why is everything so expensive? And uh, Oh, and then I did ask this question. Pin traders, victims or tools of the devil. And his answer was really fairly good and political and, and, and certainly sincere. He said, you know, there's a lot of pin traders. And if I know you and I see you every day, then it's probably not a good thing. But what's really neat about pin trading is, is if you've got a cast member who's not comfortable talking to people, maybe they're in custodial or they're shy and a little kid comes up to you with his pin and his bright eyes and, and he's like, oh, can I see what you have? And, and the cast member starts to engage with that child. It's really powerful. So so he feels like pin trading in moderation is a really powerful tool. But but if he knows who you are and he can recognize you walking down the street, probably not a good thing. Well, it also probably brings out some kids too. Like I know 
like one of the things I love about Pokemon Go, which I know it's just not related necessarily, but I didn't really enjoy going for walks or exploring like the world <laughs> until I, I found Pokemon Go. And I'm like, oh, hey, that's cool. Swing, get some cold Pokemon stuff. So hey, like fresh air. It It's good to have it's good to have. Uh, it's, so I guess my point is some people do need an interface for the world and mm-hmm. That could be it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that could be true beyond pin trading, whatever else they come up with. Totally. So, yeah. Uh, then, then I asked him, this is kind of where we left it. Um, <laughs> what is your absolute worst guest interaction and what is your best? So <laughs> <laughs> start with the best. <laughs> okay. The best. His, yeah. he says he used to work in, um, in attractions when he first started. And one of his rotations was the Matterhorn. And he said one time a little girl came up and got on the ride, right? Begrudgingly. She was very scared because she doesn't want the, the monster to scare her. And so much so that she was freaking out so much that he had to take the car off the track because he couldn't in good conscience send this little screaming girl on this ride. So they take the car off the track and, you know, then they get them on the, the right side of the track and he goes and finds a flower. It's this yellow flower that grows nearby the ride. And he said, listen, I just wanted to let you know that the, the, the Yeti, the monster, he's actually a friend of mine and he works here and he's a really nice guy. He actually has a name, right? His name is Harold. And this is his job. His job is to scare people, but that's not what he wants. He doesn't want to scare you. He actually is really friendly and he got this flower and he told me to give it to you. So he gives her this little flower and says, you know, if you decide to go, all he's going to do is wave at you. Now he's going to scare you because that's his job, but he doesn't like it. It's kind of like before. He's a victim. He's a victim of late stage capitalism. Like all of us. (laughs) Yeah. Think about modern day Wreck-It Ralph. Same idea. (laughs) Right. 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 So anyway, this little girl went on the ride and came back and said, oh, he waved at me. He waved at me. And that family came back every Friday for years. He watched this little girl up, little girl grow up to be an adult. And they would come back every Friday. And if he was not working, they wouldn't go on the ride. And really so cool. years later, that made such an impact on him and that made an impact on her. And that I think anyone listening to this show, that is what makes these parks so special is stories like that. And people like Horace who created that experience for this little girl. And that little girl is Beyonce. <laughs> Smith. And now you know the rest of the story. I thought you were going to say that little girl was me. (laughs) That would have been funnier. (laughs) So his worst experience, he says that anyone who does not need an electronic convenience vehicle who rents them (laughs) is... Now, to be fair, (laughs) we rent them from an outside source. (laughs) Not every time, but (laughs) he said that because there's a limited amount of space, there's a limited amount of those vehicles and people who actually need them, the amount of hell that they put him through because (laughs) somebody who didn't need it rented it is very upsetting to him. So, um, but we do it nicely and we're funny and and ironic. That's true. And I think the irony and the humor trumps anything he's going through yeah it sounds a little Absolutely. selfish on his part right <laughs> it's like, about oh, my convenience day. for him it's about me Come and on, my Horace. magical day that's right it's not my uh, fault you got to a point you couldn't walk <laughs> <laughs> i just on this topic one of my favorite 
moments ever was us riding our chariots back to the hotel. <laughs> chariots. <laughs> openly at the end of the day, openly talking to each other about how we are full of energy and our feet don't hurt. That's right. <laughs> We're going down Harbor Boulevard, if I'm not mistaken, on our way down yep. Marriott uh, Suites down the road. <laughs> We're terrible people. You're horrible people. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, how are your feet feeling? I feel great. <laughs> All day. In the parks, and I don't feel a thing. I think I'm going to go for a run when I get down to the hotel. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, well, that was my interview with one Horace Vandergilder from the Disneyland Resort while I was at Downtown Disney on opening day. You're a hero. Yep. And if you're <laughs> interested in not the interview because you can't see it or hear it, but if you're interested in our first experience as a podcast net podcast network at Downtown Disney, go ahead and find us on that interview on the. Uh, ears up podcast Facebook page and look for videos. I think they posted part of it on Instagram as well. Uh, it's kind of fun, right? You guys were there. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it, time. Was, it was fun making fun of you mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun I do. I, I do think that for I, I the least obnoxious of, of us was there. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of both. I think, <laughs> yeah, you would have been more fun. I think well, also probably been uh, just you would have got picked out. Hands yeah, down. maybe. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Well, hey, Jimmy, I, I should I should mention I, I couldn't have done it either. I mean, yeah, I I, I, I don't like telling say. people when my birthday is. So yeah, <laughs> based on your interactions on this show, you don't tend to interject. <laughs> so, um, well, it turns out my mother's here, so it's time to go. Um, I want to thank our uh, official travel partner and concierge. If you need to book anything for Disney Parks, whether you feel comfortable or not, you are welcome to go to concierge.com. They'll help you. It won't cost you any extra money, and they'll help you with all your travel planning and answer all your questions, any questions you might have. It's a confusing time. Also, other shows, Ears Up, Ears Up in Depth, uh, Banter, 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 Beskar, and Bantha Milk, <laughs> mm-hmm. Scraping the Vault, always been called that. Um, and yeah. And, and I want to thank your mom for bringing you into the episode. world. Oh, thank you. She's, she's locked out currently. She's knocking on the door, and I'm trying to get this over so oh. I can go answer it. <laughs> So if we took longer, <laughs> if we kept doing this, it would just yeah. create an awkward scenario for you. Yeah. Oh, my sister's leaving. She's going to get my mom. Oh, so, uh, okay, anyway, so you can so, stay with us. So uh, <laughs> if you want to get a hold of us, reach us on my Facebook page at Supreme Resort. You can reach me at Jimmy at earsup-podcast.com. Dan at earsup-podcast.com. E. Johnson at concierge.com. And uh, follow Jeremy at Spectral Radio, uh, Spectral underscore radio at uh, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Say goodbye, guys. Have a Disney day. Have a Disney day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.